Hey, this is Ricky. It's April 9th, 2023, and Max and I might have found a lead. I figured I should keep some sort of documentation of what's going on just in case something happens to me. That, and I need to remind myself that this happened. This is real. Yesterday, after reattaching my pepper spray and my dirt to my belt, I invited Max over to my house around noon. Z arrived just about a minute after I texted, which makes me wonder if Z was just waiting around for me to invite them inside. You seem a little worse for wear, Z greeted me. Yeah, light-induced monster insomnia kicked my ass last night. Ah, you can elaborate on that momentarily. I prefer we keep away from prying ears. Max glanced around, despite no one else being nearby. As an aside, your garden gnomes out front are pretty cute. Thanks, I guess they were my grandfather's, like pretty much everything else in this house. I opened the door further, motioning for Zem to follow me inside. So you haven't removed anything that could contain clues as to what's going on? Uh, no, I haven't. Max beamed at me and clapped her hands together. Excellent, then we don't need to worry about any evidence being destroyed. Did your grandfather have a study or somewhere he kept paper documents? He had a desk and a filing cabinet in his bedroom, which I've been using. Also a bookshelf. Thankfully, since I anticipated having company over, I cleaned my room beforehand. I'm not really all that tidy of a person. Don't tell anyone this, but I only really bother cleaning when I know someone else will be there. I really hate cleaning. It always takes so long, and I constantly get distracted by all the random shit I find. By the end of it, I'm listening to an old MP3 player that I haven't touched in years, dicking around with a metal yo-yo and wearing a long-forgotten baseball cap. I put most of those away before I led Max to my room. If you focus on his former desk and bookshelf, I can sort through his filing cabinet. Sounds good to me. Do you want anything to drink before we get started? I have some sweet tea, coffee, probably not expired milk, and water. I would like some ice water if you don't mind. Sure thing, I'll be right back. Although I felt a little nervous leaving Zem alone, I couldn't be a bad host. One of the few good things I can say about my parents is that they raised me with some manners. When I returned a couple minutes later with a cup of coffee and a glass of water, Max was examining the broken lockbox on my desk. What was in here? Ah, so, funny story, I found that box stashed away under the bed, and I didn't really know how to pick the lock, and I didn't have a key, obviously, so I may or may not have used a hammer on it. To be honest, I kind of forgot about that until you pointed it out. Anyway, there was this cool silver frog cup in it. I pointed to the cup currently sitting on my side table. Engraved in the simple silver chalice was a scene of a tadpole maturing into a frog. I had been using it to hold water to take my meds with. No way I could forget to take them when I drank from such a cool mug. Z squinted at me. Don't worry, I made sure to test it for lead and cadmium, so it's safe. Pretty sweet, right? 
Ricky, did you ever consider why that mug may have been locked away? You know, I didn't really think about it. It could just be expensive and Grandpa Eli didn't want to lose it. Approximately when did you find this mug? About a month ago. And how often do you drink from this cup? Once a day-ish. And that is the only artifact of interest you have found among your grandfather's things? I think so. In that case, I would suggest you stop drinking from that and we will see if things continue to change. In the meantime, tell me about what you meant by monster-induced insomnia. Max sat down in my rolling chair, crisscross applesauce as Z flipped through the filing cabinet. Z nodded for me to continue. Well, I actually tried to go to sleep at a reasonable time last night. I didn't want to be exhausted when I knew you'd be coming over. I turned off the lights, settled into bed, and closed my eyes. At first, I didn't notice the light creeping into my room. It moved slowly enough that I wondered if I'd slept until sunrise. Unfortunately, I hadn't. The bright light poured through the window, making opening my eyes fundamentally pointless. I scrambled to close my blinds, and the curtains, and when that didn't work, I tried to smother myself with some pillows. The light still kept me up. I eventually resorted to sleeping in the one place the light couldn't reach me, in the closet. As you can tell, I slept like shit. Do you not have a sleeping mask? I don't think that would have helped much. The light bleached my curtains. Well, that's suboptimal. Yeah, no shit. I'm not really sure what to do from here. Do I wear some sunglasses and try to kick its ass next time it shows up? I really don't like losing sleep. Ooh, I should throw a bucket of water on it just to see what happens. I do not know you well enough to tell whether you're joking about that or not, but that does not seem like a good idea. For now, we should check to see if your grandfather kept any notes on the supernatural. I believe you agreed to searching his bookshelf and desk, yes? Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? I'll get to that, yeah. Though I'm not sure why he would have anything on the supernatural. I mean, he had this cup and he lived in this house, but that doesn't guarantee he saw it or knew anything about it. There wasn't a note left with the cup either. I sipped my mug of coffee as I rooted through the drawers of the desk. Max and I sat in companionable silence while we sorted through various documents. What did your grandfather die from, exactly? Heart attack. To be fair, he wasn't in the greatest shape either. From what I remember, he didn't leave the house super often. I mostly knew him as a kid. That could have changed down the line, though. Have you found anything yet? Primarily tax documents going back a few years, and some medical documents talking about him being treated for coronary artery disease. Hearing that he died from a heart attack makes sense, though it seemed he was getting his cholesterol under control as of the most recent documents. Do you think someone gave him a heart attack? Like maybe that light creature? I don't think we should be jumping to conclusions. We have no evidence that he even knew it existed. What about you? Have you found anything of note? Not really, just some printouts of directions from MapQuest to some lakes nearby, probably to fish at. As far as I know, he didn't have a computer, so he probably got them printed out at the library. There's a few books on fishing, on the local area's history, on Judaism, and a couple sci-fi books, but nothing that implies I know about the supernatural.
Perhaps we should search the woods behind your house for a metal tree that has some dials in it that open a secret, hidden compartment with a mysterious journal. In all seriousness, we may want to check out the library to see if the librarians know anything. He may have asked them for help with his research. If he did any research, that is. That sounds like a good plan. But let's get some lunch before we go, alright? I kind of forgot to eat today, and some pizza will definitely help my sleuthing skills. Time to head back to where it all started. The library. This is Ricky signing off for now. See you next time. Special thanks to KB Slutpunk for writing the theme song. You can check her out pretty much wherever you can find music. She recently uploaded the full theme to SoundCloud, which I'll link in the show notes. I'll see you next week for episode 4. Thanks for listening.